This is The Space Shot, episode 129, for September 20th, 2017. The shiniest space podcast in the verse. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. First off today, we've got some sci-fi history. On this day in 2002, Firefly premiered on Fox. Firefly follows the adventures of Captain Malcolm Reynolds and his crew over what was far too short of a TV series. Fox canceled Firefly, an event that still causes sci-fi fans to never trust Fox with science fiction, so fingers crossed for the Orville. By now, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I'm a fan of science fiction. Firefly and the movie Serenity appealed to me on a lot of levels. You can't take the sky from me. Firefly showed a vision of the future where frontier worlds were just that. They were part of the frontier. Life wasn't glamorous or as high-tech as we would think it would be. Cows and livestock were needed, and life was lived by the barrel of a gun, and your word was your bond. I rewatched a few episodes of Firefly before I wrote today's episode, and it made me wish I had the time to binge the entire season. This is the type of sci-fi that will hold up over time because it focuses on telling human stories, not on fanciful technology that's explained by arcane technobabble. It was a fun show that examined the moral, political, and ethical things, human things, that the characters faced, and I think that's what made Firefly so successful. On September 20th, 1963, President Kennedy addressed the United Nations on a number of topics. Our defense around the world will be maintained for the protection of freedom, and our determination to safeguard that freedom will measure up to any threat or challenge. But I would say to the leaders of the Soviet Union and to their people that if either of our countries is to be fully secure, we need a much better weapon than the H-bomb, a weapon better than ballistic missiles or nuclear submarines, and that better weapon is peaceful cooperation. He spoke about banning atmospheric nuclear tests, space cooperation, and decreasing global tension. Kennedy's call for a joint exploration of the moon never came to fruition as the joint mission to the moon seemed to have been dropped after the president was assassinated. Finally, in a field where the United States and the Soviet Union have a special capacity in the field of space, there is room for new cooperation, for further joint efforts in the regulation and exploration of space. I include among these possibilities a joint expedition to the moon. Space offers no problems of sovereignty. By resolution of this assembly, the members of the United Nations have forsworn any claim to territorial rights in outer space or on celestial bodies and declared that international law and the United Nations Charter will apply Why, therefore, should man's first flight to the moon be a matter of national competition? Why should the United States and the Soviet Union, in preparing for such expeditions, become involved in immense duplications of research, construction, 
and expenditure. Surely we should explore whether the scientists and astronauts of our two countries, indeed of all the world, cannot work together in the conquest of space. Sending some day in this decade to the moon, not the representatives of a single nation, but the representatives of all of our countries. The United States moved into a position of preeminence in space technology during the 1960s. Not all of the American innovations were successful during this time. The American space program still had some failures. Surveyor 2 was launched on this day in 1966 on a lunar surface photography mission. During the mid-course correction for the flight, one of the engines didn't ignite, which caused the spacecraft to tumble out of control. Three days later, on September 23, 1966, Surveyor 2 impacted the moon. Overall, the Surveyor program was critical for the Apollo missions. Having accurate pictures of possible landing sites allowed mission planners for the Apollo program to come up with the areas that were the most scientifically useful and easiest to land at. Check out the show notes for more information on today's episode and be sure to connect with me on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. Let me know what you think of the show by leaving a rating in iTunes. It takes just a minute and it makes a huge difference because it helps even more people find the show. I'd also appreciate if you could share the space shot with your friends and family and anyone else that enjoys podcasts. Tomorrow, H.G. Wells and CRS4. I'm John Molnix and I'll catch you on the flip side.